1: That's one 613 1612 or send an email to info at be the star dot org. Now back to Star Style, be the star you are with the Oprah of the Airwaves, Cynthia Bryan. Be the star you
0: are. Well hello there, Power Partners. Welcome to another installment of radio's finest positive program of book talk, Star Style, be the star you are. I am Cynthia Bryan.
2: And i um, Heather Brittany.
0: And we are the dynamic duo, mother, daughter, goddess, gals, The Stella Dona, right here with you as your personal growth success coaches. And then we'll be bringing you the authors and the experts and the professionals that will help you enjoy a more fulfilled life. We're a show about following your heart and living your dreams, and it's brought to the airwaves under the auspices of the charity Be The Star You Are, which recently was named one of the nation's top nonprofits. In today's show, we're going to be talking about aging fabulously. We're going to go nuts in the kitchen, and we're going to have children in the garden. So it sounds like we're going to have a playful and fun show for you. We want to provide this program to you to help you know that you already possess everything you need to be the writer, producer, star of your own life. We have three rules. Heather has them.
2: Most definitely, we want you to smile, have fun, and be willing to take that chance to be wild and crazy. And,
0: of course, we want you to read books. You know, to be a leader, you must be a reader. I have um, six books out there, a couple of them, um, and also you can get them online, but Chicken Soup for the Gardener Soul, Business is Show Business, Miracle Moments, Be the Star You Are, the new one, Be the Star You Are for Teens, and the Kindle book, uh, The Blessings of Love and Relationships. So you can get those at star-style.com. And, of course, the guest that we have today has several books, and you're going to want to pick up those as well. The Miracle Moment for today is brought to you by Star Style Productions that produces this show. Whenever you need any acting or media training, call 925 377 star for the best coaching around and to avoid the scams. And this is from Bill Cosby. A word to the wise ain't necessary. It's the stupid ones that need the advice.
2: (laughs) (laughs) Is that the truth? It's so true. Uh, Why do we always say
0: things like that? A word to the wise. Well, gosh, the wise people have all the answers or, or at least seeking the answers. It's the stupid ones that need it. Okay, well in case you missed it on 60 Minutes, correspondent Andy Rooney was applauding women over 50 on uh, CBS. And he had, he said something uh, like this. And so I just wanted to read it to you and then Heather and I will continue on how to be awesome at any age basically. But here's what Andy Rooney said. As I grow in age, I value women over 50 most of all. And these are the reasons why. A woman over 50 will never wake you in the middle of the night and say, what are you thinking? You know what? She doesn't care. (laughs) A woman over 50 doesn't want to watch the ball game with you. She doesn't sit around whining about it. She does something that she wants to do, and actually it's more interesting than watching the game anyway. Women over 50 are dignified. They seldom have a screaming match with you at the opera or in the middle of an expensive restaurant. Of course, if you deserve it, they're not going to hesitate to shoot you if they think they can get away with it. (laughs) Older women are generous with praise, and often it's undeserved praise. They know what it's like to be underappreciated and unappreciate uh, appreciated. Women get psychic as they age. You never have to confess your sins to a woman over 50. Once you get past a wrinkle or two, a woman over 50 is far sexier than her younger counterpart, Because older women are forthright and they're honest. They're going to tell you right off if you're a jerk. They're going (laughs) to tell you if you're acting like one. And you don't ever have to wonder where you stand with a woman over 50. Yes, we praise women over 50 for a multitude of reasons. Unfortunately, it's not very reciprocal. For every stunning, smart, well-coiffed, hot woman over 50, there is a bald, paunchy relic in yellow pants making a fool of himself with some 22-year-old waitress. Ladies, I apologize for this. For all of those men who say, why buy the cow when you can get the milk for free, here's an update for you gentlemen. Nowadays, 80% of women don't want to get married. (laughs) (laughs) I thought this was hysterical. And with that said, Heather and I have always believed that we can be awesome at any age. And, of course, Heather is a beautiful young 20-something, but, you know, what do you think, because you have, you know a lot of people, you're around a lot of awesome people all the time, what do you think that makes people, not just women, but anybody, fabulous in their 40s, 50s, and beyond?
2: I think the key to having longevity, and I think the key that makes someone, whether you want to say beautiful, sexy, handsome, pretty, is a sense of humor, is the ability to not only laugh at life's unpredictability, but laugh at yourself. And I think in today's society, there's so much stress, so much worry. I, I know for me, I love my job working in a medical setting. My patients mean everything to me, but also working in a medical setting, it is incredibly stressful. And you have to separate yourself from professionalism versus personalism. Then people will say mean things. Will be time crunches, and the ability to kind of laugh at situations, or you know, things happen sometimes that unpredictability. You know, you you rip your dress, and now oh, everyone can see it. Finding the humor in things, and I I find that to be a great quality in people, and I love. Um, as our humor, whether um, it sometimes as we get older, it digresses and becomes more immature. But I love when I hear jokes from little kids. To when you know when Nanny, when my grandmother tells me something that kind of is unexpected that I find hilarious. I think you know they call them um, you know laugh lines for a reason. I think that's a a great, um thing. That, and laughter, as you say, laughter is the best medicine. It is. You, and, you know,
0: I would agree. I mean, I, I do think that beauty, you know, we hear all that thing, beauty is only skin deep. It's in the eye of the beholder. And we're bombarded every day with all these images of what the current beauty rage is. But, you know, I, I completely agree with you that when we are laughing, we are so much happier. And when, and you're, so when you're laughing, the humor you're not makes us beautiful. <laughs> I think we have to have a positive attitude. You know, adopt an attitude of gratitude, and when you have great relationships, and uh, you learn to manage your stress, and but all of those things. But humor can help with all of it.
2: I, think, you know, I mean, those are, in my opinion, something to make you awesome at any age. Of you know, personality. It just, it, when you're smiling, you're not frowning, and it really, um, you know, the whole make it it boosts. Everything is a chain react. We always talk about things in moderation and the butterfly effect. Things in your life that um, you know, if you're feeling down and it's stressed out, it all it reflects. It's going to reflect on the people around you. You might even um, you know become kind of recluse from people and, and not want to be around people, and that further um, gets you in, into a well of darkness. Uh, there's so many things too, as well as speaking on uh, great at any age. If you want to be great at 50, you got to start. You know, start when you're 20, uh, and that means, you know, in the health conscious wise, that we've all seen the old pruny, old ladies, uh, recreating skin and teeth and fingers. So two things right there, smoking. If you smoke, I was just gonna say, uh, um, we're gonna, let's get to the health
0: issues here, yeah, right?
2: so a lot of people, and I have to deal with this a lot with my patients of, Women, you know, a lot of times people start smoking, and the things that people even joke about. Oh, you know, well, I'll deal with this when I'm older. Well, eventually, when time does, time does catch up to us, and those are the things that premature aging smoke. Not only just interior and exterior. uh, You know, yellowing of the teeth, your lungs, your skin. Your skin actually becomes thinner, Um, wrinkles. All these, the smell, just all attack so many things um, into your body that you don't you don't want life is so precious you don't want to premature age you want to gain so if you don't want um, you know cancer these particular cancers or these wrinkles um that I think stop smoking it affects your all overall health also well, you know I,
0: I want to just jump in there yeah. and say what i find that to being really fabulous at any age is you take care of yourself, and you love the person that's inside. And, of course, that means being healthy, like you're saying. And also it's service to others. I was on an audition this past week, and I ran into a client that I started when she – I started her in the acting business probably about 18 years ago. And at that time, when she came to me, she was um, a little over 60, and so this means that now she's Oh, almost, my goodness. Yeah, what is that? So she's almost 80, right? Uh-huh. And I ran into her, and I'm not joking, and I hadn't seen her maybe in three years. Uh, she looks exactly the same. She still looks under 60. She's gorgeous inside and out. And I asked her, I said, oh, my gosh, I want to grow up and look like you. What's your secret? And it was she's just very happy in who she is. She surrounds herself with positive people, she does a lot of service for others, she watches what she eats, and she lives life to the fullest. She has a real positive attitude, and she, she doesn't think age at all. So I thought, you know, this really is a secret to longevity, is to, you know, you, main, you it, what you said about moderation, you're managing your stress, all of that. So you go ahead and go on, but I just wanted to say we can all do it. (laughs) No, and
2: as you said, moderation and management of it. I just wanted to get back to your premature aging of, uh, sun wise is that we've always been sun worshippers, and it's so important sun does create vitamin D and some people do have vitamin D deficiencies there's greatness in the sun but every day sunwear always has sun on for women if it's hard thing about make sure just to buy a makeup that has SPF in it because there's so many of those nooks and crannies. I just recently saw a report talking about regarding um, UV light so we know that those tanning beds are bad. But something that they're getting to realize is doctors were finding a surge in uh, cancer of the fingers, skin cancer on fingers. And they're relating it back now to when you go to the nail salons, how they have you put your fingers and your toes um, when you're drying your nails under those little UV lights. Are you um, kidding? I have never heard this. And because when people, it's the exact same thing of it, that that um, though it's not tanning, it's the power of the cell. It's a UV light and you know it's not going to say one time but for the most part a lot of places are switching over from fans to these uv lights now They they because they're for the most part they're larger they can accommodate more people but it's exposing them to higher um, unhealthy levels and so over time if you're someone who goes to, the, t- to uh, the nail salon once a month over time that's going to add up and so they were showing these reports now and uh, that showing you know, the the wrinkling of the fingers and cancer, you know, skin cancers being detected on odd places. Yeah, that us. is, is a really great. Own. thing.
0: I mean, that is one that is totally not on my list. I never even thought about it. And I I'm a person that stays way away from the uh, from those tanning beds. But of course, I'm out. You know, being a gardener, I I'm out in the sun yeah, 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 wearing my yeah, hat. Yeah, okay. my... some
2: um, of those things that sometimes we know of the big pictures, but there can sometimes be. Hidden dangers and, th- you know, little things we might not think that we know. Well, give okay, us I'm another hidden dangerous. danger. <laughs> I'm not going to go with Danny, but um, well, one thing I want to, also, I, I just said it was great that we were doing this topic today because I thought I was getting ready this morning. I watched this whole thing all about um, health and superfoods, and, you know, we've discussed um, with blueberries before how they are a superfood and antioxidants. And the new craze, well not it's not quite uh things when they hit America it seems new and everyone wants to turn it into a crazy diet is the acai berry. So, um, you know, it's a it's a, a, a what's it? South American berry and in its um pureness you can't actually get the fruit here. It's always gonna come in a powder form or diluted in uh juices. And uh what they've said is for the most part these claims where people say it makes you lose weight or this and that. There's nothing overall, you know, that they can truly claim no scientific um, evidence uh, directly relating it to it. But in fact, it has so much nutrition in it. Uh, it's just when you're picking this, um, when you're choosing a product with this berry, uh, make sure you are truly getting something with the purest. Because a lot of times you will see something, you know, like cranberry juice. You look on back and it'll say, you know, 20% juice or... Make sure when it comes to your product, you know, food products, um, anything. If you're looking for nutrition-wise, make sure that the food that those things are the exact, the very first thing listed on the label, and that it is 100%. So that you're not getting something that's uh, sugared up or, or watered down. Well, and down. we've said
0: this many times on the show when we're talking about nutrition is that the first four items that are listed on a product. Are, have the majority of the, are in the majority of the product. So, exactly. if, it, if sugar is listed first, then the product is made of sugar. Exactly. So whatever that, doesn't matter what the name of the product is, always look at the first uh, four items.
2: Exactly, exactly. Um, what we've discussed to you, you know, awesome at any age, and it always just get to you, the way you're gonna be so awesome at later ages is making sure at those younger ages, cause for a lot of time, you know, there are things in life, um, you know, you can fix, uh, bad habits, you can, but for a lot of things, um, they are gonna leave that damage. So it's great to stop things, you know, as I said before, with smoking. Um uh, it you it's I am such a thing have quit, you can quit at any time. If you can't quit at twenty, if you're able to quit at sixty, that's great. But you have to realize those last forty years are gonna be relevant. And even people, um, you know, they only smoked for Short amount of time, everything does have those reactions. And just as healthy things have um, certain reactions as well with it. So make sure, you know, regarding, we've discussed various tests, you know, with women to. Have- Get all the testing, find out things at younger ages. I always get back to there is no reason a woman should ever die of ovarian cancer uh, or cervical cancer because um, with the with your Pap going in for that, we detect all that stuff. We find the abnormal cells and we nip it in the butt. And unfortunately, cervical cancer is a silent killer, and there are no um, there are no symptoms when people start saying they feel stomach discomfort or bloating. Those um, are it might be late. too late.
0: So, well, I okay. want to throw in a couple. We're running out of time, so I yeah. want to just throw in a couple of other tips because we know all the moderation is: drink lots of water in addition to your healthy diet, because um, when you drink the water, it keeps a, a good, clear comp- uh, complexion as well. Sleep. Sleep is not a luxury. Hit the pillow for seven or eight hours. You know, you really need that quality repose. As Heather was saying, um, if smiling is in incredibly important because that's the humor but remember to care for your teeth you know brush floss see the dentist every six months Um, and you know as much as we love our coffee and stuff and our red wine which is good for us make sure that uh, we brush with something or use hydrogen peroxide or baking soda to maintain that healthy white smile and um, pet a pet having an animal in your life increases your joy while reducing your stress so if you don't own a pet for a friend's dog or cat, read empowering books is extremely in, important. Pamper yourself, and, of course, we all want you to volunteer because our bodies are our tabernacle, so we need to protect and honor them, and we need to take a look in the mirror and admire ourselves. So, Heather, it's time to uh, just wind this segment
2: up. So uh, would you uh, give out the website? Most definitely, so go to vthstarur.com vthstarur.org myspace.com forward slash carmenyclutches both is okay and carmenyclutches.com
0: and I want to also tell you um, we'll give you leave you with this quote from Billy Burke which was an actress in the 1930s just remember that age is something that doesn't matter unless you're cheese and I would probably add or (laughs) or good wine so when we return from break we're just going to go nuts in the kitchen we'll have author Susan Loomis will be with us stay with us i am Cynthia bryan and i'm heather Whitney, and this is star Style. be the star you are come back be nutty with us in just a minute
1: listen listen the world is talking Everyone counts. That web address again is www.BeTheStarYouAre.org. BeTheStarYouAre.org. You're listening to the World Talk Radio Variety Channel. That's one 613 1612 Or send an email to info at bethestarur.org. Now back to Star Style, Be the Star You Are, with the Oprah of the Airwaves, Cynthia Bryan. Be the star you
0: are appreciate you staying with us here on Be The Star You Are, where we showcase incredible authors and experts who enhance and inspire your life. I am your personal growth coach, Cynthia Bryan. Although our next guest was already a renowned culinary expert with several cookbooks, uh, a French cooking school, multimedia appearances, including Good Morning America NPR, writing for the New York Times, when she set out to write a cookbook about nuts, her friends and colleagues thought she was, well, I guess, a little bit nuts, but Susan Loomis has created a scrumptious collection of more than 100 recipes from around the world with her newest book in her collection, Nuts in the Kitchen. Welcome, Susan, to Star Style, Be the Star You Are. Well, thank you. I'm delighted to be with you today. Well, welcome back to America for a short bit. You were uh, you're kind of going back and forth between France and the United States. Well, I do that a lot, and right now I'm in Seattle, Washington, on a visit. Yes, how great! Well, on your book tour
3: for Nuts in the Kitchen. Now, you originally are hail from uh, Washington, right? I hail from the Pacific Northwest, both Oregon and Washington, so I'm so, I'm home here.
2: Yes.
0: Oh, I bet they, I bet it feels good to come and see some visit your some of your friends, et
3: cetera. Oh, it's wonderful.
0: Well, Susan, with uh, about eight books that range from seafood to Italian farmhouse to life on Rue I can see why doing a book on nuts might have surprised your fans, but, wow, it is such an incredible book of delicious and nutritious meals you have created. I wanted to find out what was your inspiration for doing it. It's just so unique to
3: have a book that's solely on nuts. Well, it's funny. You know, it didn't – I love nuts, and I live in Europe where we use nuts regularly in everything from, you know, soup to dessert, and I thought – You know, nuts are so good for us, and this big study came out. There's one big Swedish study that came out and said, you know, really, really laid the claim for the health benefits of nuts. And I thought, you know what, I have to help Americans learn how to use nuts and learn how to just incorporate them on a daily basis into dishes so that they get all the flavor and nutrition without feeling guilty. I mean, that, you know, so I thought, you know, in order to do this, I need to travel around the world and, and talk with nut producers.
0: How exciting that was, because you did. You went to to Turkey, to Thailand. I mean, you literally traveled everywhere to find the best recipes that were using nuts. And, you know, I think what's interesting, we were just doing a segment on kind of being awesome at any age and how to be healthy and all of this. And one of the things that you have uh, found in your research and that's coming out is the value of nuts in keeping us healthy.
3: Healthy. I mean, they're almost the perfect food. They are. You know, they almost are the perfect food if there is a perfect food. The thing about nuts, and after all the research I did, you know, all the nutritional research, all the documentation, talking with people, getting recipes, you know, I want people to think about the nutrition, and then I want them to forget that part because it's a given. It's a Mm -hmm. positive. So then you go in to cook with them. But really, I think one of the best health attributes of nuts is that they fill you up. So that if you have done a lot of sports or if you you know if you have that craving to eat something and you eat a handful of nuts you'll be satisfied for hours afterwards so in the end, what we think is that they're fattening and what we learn is that they're not and I love that that you said this in
0: in your book about when you gave a part of your book is you give all the nutritional facts about nuts and seeds and why they're good for us and what's in them and all of that. And then you, then you do say, okay, now you've got this, just, just, just know that this is a given. And of course you also give the net allergies, which is good to know. Because, uh, there's only a few, I mean, I guess there's not that many people, but when people are going to
3: anaphylactic shot, that wouldn't be a good thing. So we do want to know about that. Absolutely. And the thing that I find, you know, I have a cooking school in France. It's called Enrou Tatan. You can go to my website, HenriTatan.com. But what I find with Americans so often is they're very fearful of food, fearful of get, of allergy, fearful of, you know, the, having a reaction, fearful of fat. And the truth is that if you can just get rid of all that fear and not worry about the nutrition, eat a healthful, balanced diet, incorporate nuts as often as you can without overdoing it, you know, you'll, you'll be much healthier than if you're counting calories and worrying about it all the time and, you know, it's just, well, oh, I am so glad you are saying this because it makes me crazy when, I think Americans are
0: so into buying packaged things, Susan, and, you know, watching every, you know, every ingredient, it does make me crazy. And you know, I, having lived in France and Europe for years, I think that the way that people eat over there is so much healthier. I hope they don't start adopting our American ways, and I love what you're doing at your cooking school and on Rue d'Etat. So uh, why don't we talk about that a little bit, because this is what your recipes are about. They're simple, they're easily laid out, and they're delicious, and they're also beautiful. And you incorporate things that you can just grow in your garden and, you know, picking fresh fruit from your trees and then adding the nuts to it and and all the basics that you have at the back, the the, um, sprinkles that you do and the butters.
3: Why are we so afraid of these kind of calories? If we eat properly... we, you know, we I, think it, I think it's really, I don't know, we've gotten so far away from the way our, really our grandmothers cooked. And I think that what, we, we just want to believe every health claim that comes along. We want to believe all these, that packaged food is, you know, it is faster, but fast isn't, it isn't faster because we die faster. You know, mm-hmm. it's. So I think that, that in Europe what we're still doing is we're still eating seasonally, we're, we still have to truck our food as far, so we're really referring to our local producers. And the thing, the thing with nuts is that they've always been part of the culture as they are in America by the way. And so people have learned how to grind them into flours and add them to sauces to thicken them instead of butter or cream and how to use flour in, uh, how to use nut flour instead of wheat flour so that if you have an allergy to wheat, then you can you can still make cakes and cookies and using nut flour. and So, it, you know, the, the Europeans, first of all, they don't have the allergies we have. Second of all, they understand about balance and variety. You know, I wanted to ask you, um, you we, be, from
0: your book, we're talking with uh, author Susan Loomis, whose new book is Nuts in the Kitchen, and it has just unbelievable recipes that you can for, use for uh, savory or sweet, all different meals. And you use nuts, and you can use the nuts in places of other ingredients. Even though you give the amounts, like two cups or a teaspoon, are you the kind of cook that kind of just throws it in, or do you really measure? Because I, I never measure. It's sort of like I just kind of know. I'm an Italian descent, and we don't measure very much. It's a little bit of this and a bad of that, and
3: it always turns out. You Italians, I'm telling you. When I was working on the Italian farmhouse cookbook, I I'm, I'm, well, cooked with a lot of Italian cooks, and it was so hard to write down recipes. Yeah, <laughs> I
1: when, I cook, we we when I we don't know the I,
3: amounts. It, yeah, you know, I, you it's know, just a handful of this. We
0: taste the food as we go, and right. I was wondering if you, you know, how because you you've been teaching
3: for such a long time, how is it that you teach people? Are you more precise? I'm precise in, in the sense that I do offer recipes and I'm, I'm, I'm a system, you know, I'm a Virgo, so I gotta have my systems in yes, place. have got it, okay. Yeah, but how, that said, there's a lot of passion that goes into the cooking that I do and mm-hmm. so if I'm just cooking for my family and it's a, it's just an ordinary night, I will do what you do. You know, I'll throw it together. But because I develop recipes for my readers and my students, I've gotta be very precise, so I am also perfectly happy and comfortable in You know, weighing things, measuring things. You can do both. I I love the precision of all that. So I really work on my recipes because I want them to work because I want people who read my books and take my classes to go home and say and cook and have success. You know, I want them to be successful and to feel confident, and a good recipe will give them that. Well, I like all your little notes that you put in your book uh, because I think
0: that really helps people know should I do this the night before or if you do this the night before or, you know, how long will it last? It will it, do I need to cool it before I put it in the refrigerator? How long will it be airtight? I think all those tips help us so much because you've made it simple. You've taken it out of the realm of, oh, I've got to be a phenomenal cook in order to uh, use this cookbook. I really would say that this is a cookbook for anyone who wants to eat healthy and eat food that is going to also taste delicious
3: you know the recipes in this book by far are i I love all the recipes i've ever published but there's something about the recipes in this book that would have my guests absolutely over the moon about this food it is the most delicious food and it's the nuts i mean they just they're they add so much they add so much there's so much rich flavor and you're right i mean the recipes are simple anyone can cook from this book
0: I grew up in the vineyard. I'm from Napa Valley, and I grew up in the vineyards where we had, we, raised, um, we had grapes, walnuts, cattle, and kids is what we always said. So I've always had nuts, but you have so many more recipes here than I ever knew was possible with all different kinds of nuts. And to me, that is what's—it's exciting to see the different oils and and um, the infusions that you can do for your main courses or your desserts or everything. Do you have any really favorite recipes, or are they just all your favorites of whatever's in season?
3: Well, you know, there's a seafood, uh, there's a fish recipe with the macadamia nut butter that's that is very elegant and yet you can make it in you know forty minutes. Is that the ginger fish? With the spike macadamia? Yes. Oh, God, you know, I love that. <laughs> it's a wonderful recipe. You would never think of making it. You know, it's it's just something, in a, you know, it's based on 30 years of cooking experience. I came up with this recipe, and, they're you know, they're just, the recipes are so good in this book. There's a great recipe for homemade Nutella. There's a wonderful recipe. You know, Nuts in the Kitchen has has recipes that people can do and that are going to be a little bit, you know, they're a little bit extraordinary, in, in their presentation, their combinations, and that's what you want from a cookbook.
0: Yes, that's so what's do, really fun make, about it, because especially if, you know, not only just cooking for your family, but I think when you're ever having guests over, I know in our family what we've always loved to do is Sundays is always family cooking day, and that's when we love to try new things, you know, try new recipes and make it really pretty and set the beautiful table and kind of make a whole whole day of it. And I speaking of days of it, I want to talk about... Your I want to talk
3: about what you do in France, because you live in Normandy, right? I live in Normandy, and I offer cooking classes in my home. I have a professional kitchen in my home, which is a a former convent that was built uh, in the 15th century. And it looks right out at the church. We have a little garden, and it's right in the center of this wonderful town. And I do a three-day and a five-day program, and my goal with my programs is well, I have a, I, it's multifold, but first, we have fun. Second, I try to get my students to taste and try as much as possible. You know, we do cheeses. We do very much hands-on classes, and I'm technique-oriented, but I'm very much about sustainable, organic, local, seasonal foods. So well, we the with the that farms, said, you the take farmers. them to local farms. You go to the markets. Yeah.
0: You use
3: the mushrooms if they're ripe or the apples, if they're whatever is in season. It's very seasonal, Right. Very seasonal, and I'm telling you, I have planned a mushroom class for this fall, and we I will go hunt mushrooms. We'll I saw that. I saw that. Oh my gosh! Yes. Yeah, and you have so
0: many great different classes. I want to give out the website. You can go to SusanLoomis.com or on That's spelled on, just the word on Rue R U E T A T I N dot com. And you have the most incredible website, Susan. I have to applaud filled with information and for anyone who's going to be visiting France and wants to go and take a class or a three-day uh, workshop with Susan, make sure you go there to SusanLumis.com and then you can just click on her classes or people can come and just have lunch. You you do special lunches from time to time.
3: I do lunches and I now do one-day classes in Paris as well in a kitchen that I rent there and I have to tell you that... It, those are very popular because then they're totally based on local, sustainable, seasonal, wonderful French cooking. And I love all the classes I give. The three-day classes are fabulous. But if you're going to sign up for a three-day class, you might as well sign up for a five-day class. It's just we really we get into the food, the culture. And a friend of mine who took my class, actually, she became a friend, and she said, You know, Susan, it's so much more than the food. It's so much. It's the food and the culture And just the way of being around food. Yeah, and it's the company that you're in. I'm sure that people, you know, they enjoy, it's like a joie de vivre.
0: They have a whole different way of looking at life when they leave your Rue Tatin. Do you think, are are you just so happy living in France? I mean, do you live
3: in two places or do you live there most of the time? I live in France full time but I've never never once lost an ounce of my love and affection for the United States and I love coming here and the ideal always was to live part time in both places and as my kids grow up my son's in college in New York now. So, you know, now I spend you have more to come time over a life. little bit more often, you wanna visit him, I right? Do? Absolutely. He's given me a fantastic excuse. So I try to really keep my pulse on what's going on in the U.S., but I have to tell you, the lifestyle in France is very seductive. Yes, it
0: totally is. I I agree with you. I agree with so you. Flavorful. It's flavorful. There's nothing. Yeah, I, and I just think that the whole, the whole way of eating in France—it's a whole different thing, as, as you were saying. And all of your books bring this out. We should mention that on her website, you can get uh, or see her other books. She has, some of her, t- her titles are The Great American Seafood Cookbook, um, Let's See, The Italian Farmhouse Cookbook, Clam Bakes, Fish Fries, French Farmhouse, <coughs> oh, Let's Cooking at Home on Rue Tatin, and uh, uh, The Tarte
3: You have done so many incredible books. Well, I love to write. I'm a writer first. A cook. Well, it's hard to say. You know, I do both with equal passion, I think, but I think... You know, writing is, is something I just love to do. I have a blog now called nutsinthekitchen.com, and I actually, I, I kind of resisted it when the publisher said I needed to do a blog, but I'd love to do it. Are you do, I enjoying it? Writing. I
0: think doing a blog is sometimes really hard. Well, I have to tell you just something quick with Nets, because when I read this, I thought, oh, my gosh, it's so great to have a book that's about Nets. When I was actually living in France years years ago, I was having these episodes of passing out of um, and I, when I was in my early 20s, and I couldn't figure out, you know, what it was, and I came back to the United States and went to the doctors, and they actually said to me that I had a low blood sugar, you know, hypoglycemia, oh, oh, yeah. and what they prescribed is they said we're going to prescribe pass-out pills. I go, what are the well, pass-out pills? I've never heard of them. And they said, we want you to carry nuts with you at all times. From the moment I started carrying nuts and nibbling on nuts, Um, I've never had an episode again so uh, when I saw nuts in the kitchen I went nuts literally I thought everyone needs to know about nuts how healthy they are for you and despite what anybody else says we should all be incorporating more nuts into our diet and all of you out there you can do that Nuts in the Kitchen by uh, by Susan Loomis it is a
3: wonderful wonderful book Susan this has been so much fun well, thank you so much and I counsel everyone to have a little bag of nuts in their pocket or their purse just for those pass out moments. I guess, huh? I guess.
0: Yeah. Well, I hope so. that everybody will pick up a copy of this book and best of success to you with this and all of it and of course, uh, living in France, we know that every day is a wonderful, a wonderful day. So <laughs> thank let's give you about the enthusiasm. website one more time. And it is com or on enroutetain.com. Take a class, pick up the books, visit. Um, I I have to come to Normandy. It sounds just amazing.
3: You're welcome anytime. Thank you.
0: Thank Thank you, you Susan. Thank you for being a guest and have a wonderful tour here in the United
3: States. Thank you so much for all of your your help and enthusiasm.
0: Oh well, it, I thank you for taking the time to write and for doing what you you are doing. Bon chance, bon chance, hey, bon voyage. voyage. Oh, in <laughs> You've been care. listening to Cynthia Bryan on Star Style. Be the star you are. We're going to be back in a minute. We're going into the garden, and it's going to be kindergarten. You want to stay with me? This is Star Style. Be the star you are. Back in a bit.